Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Novel. This show contains adult material and swearing. You have been warned. I love your accent. There's probably people listening who are like, what the fuck? I don't even understand her. She's gone to voice lessons. <laughs> what was she like before? Yeah, well, I'm like, <laughs> no, honestly, sometimes I listen back to stuff before and I'm like, I, I needed to have like subtitles walking around with me. <laughs> Are you bored of modern dating? Meeting the same people from the same apps in the same bar, you've only chosen because it's close to your house and you can make your usual quick getaway. It's time to change the narrative on how we find love. It's time to start looking for love in all the wrong places. I'm going on a wild dating adventure, only picking people who are the total opposite of my type. And after 28 of these dates in two months, Will I find that special someone? Or will this experiment prove that I should just give up on dating altogether? It's time to find out. I'm Grace Campbell, and this is 28 Dates Later. Grace, what's the story? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. It's uh, yeah. had a busy week, but uh, I'm living for... Another date story <laughs> to spice no. up my very monogamous life. I have decided that I feel like you and those people in my life live vicariously through me and I'm not sure whether or not that makes me feel good or bad. I can't explain it. It's like I feel like I'm doing all of these things so that none of you have to, so that we have things to talk about. You know what? It's not so none of us have to. It's like 
I wouldn't be brave enough to go on 28 dates with loads of random people and put myself out there. And I haven't in so long. Like, as I said, I've been a serial relationship girl since I was like 16. That is crazy. So if there's anything I ever regret is that I didn't date more. Yeah. Yeah. So you're making me not regret it. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm going through it so that you don't have to. So that you don't have to be like, oh, do you know what? Maybe I do want to go on in. (laughs) So, um... The date of the week. The date of the week. Her name was Becky and I'd been like set up with her by a friend. So sorry, this is your first date with the girl that we've spoken about. So I I went on another date with a different girl, like already for the podcast, which was really good. And this was someone who I'd been set up with by a friend. I was I was quite nervous on this date. Grace, this is how guys feel like going on dates with you. I think this is the other thing is I'm never intimidated by men. So yeah. when I'm on a date with a man, I'm never intimidated because I'm I'm intimidating. Can them. I just say I am so excited to hear your date with a woman because I don't know what that dynamic is going to be like. Like obviously me and you and we're meeting and we're like friends, we have such great crack. But like I don't don't know. I just can't I just cannot wait to hear this dynamic. I definitely feel like as one of the other things that's been beneficial about this podcast is exploring the fact that I probably will at points in my life date women and get with women. I feel like I have a very bisexual energy. Like women always think that I'm bisexual and Mm. like people always think I'm bisexual. I think that the thing that I've maybe like found hard at the beginning of thinking about dating women is I'm like I'm such a girl's girl that like on date I just end up like befriending you and then we're best friends do you know what I mean like I don't really know how to like have that vibe whereas with men like I'm like have you ever swallowed your own cum (laughs) (laughs) she told me on the date like right early on that she was actually about to move to New York and I was like okay that's kind of mad and I just also come back from New York I think so, like, do you think it's ever a good idea to start seeing or dating someone who's about to move away? I don't think so. Do you? I would. I would go for it. If I was just like, oh, this person's moving away, I feel like it would actually take the pressure off and, like, you could have a bit of fun. Yeah, but then what if you develop feelings for them? Well, there's leave? such things thing as a FaceTime, long-distance as a, relationship. As a phone. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Whenever I've been about to move away for periods of time, I just categorically don't date because I'm like, I don't want to get in a relationship or get attached to anyone yeah. and then not go. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's different. I think if you're the one who's moving away, you don't want to hinder that and like yeah. feel like, oh, I'm leaving something good behind. Because that's like, the thing. That's what's always happened to me. And then it's like, oh, my God, imagine if I stayed for that fucking loser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank God I didn't. She'd literally, like, come back from a festival that morning and had, like, come straight to meet me. And she went, like, at this, like, crazy heavy metal festival all weekend. So initially I was like, oh, my God, like, that's that's my idea of hell. You were at a festival this weekend. Yeah. How was it? It was wonderful. It yeah. was called a Resistance Festival. I've got, okay. the, I've got the band yeah, on I still, that. actually. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do I take that off? I tend to keep bands on for at least a couple of weeks just to remind okay. myself that I'm still alive, you know? Right. Um, but it's called Resistance Festival, um, and it's like a... Quite a small, like, industrial metal festival in the UK, but it's... What does uh, industrial metal mean? Um, have you heard of Nine Inch Nails? No. Really? No. Oh, wow. Yeah, what I'm not that? too young for that. But it's... How old are you? Nine Inch Nails. How old am I? How old do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were like... Yeah, I'm a bit of an enigma. I could be anything. Yeah, I could be anything so could like I, 21 to, to 50. Yeah, like one of those. Like, um, I get, and I get everything in between. So, yeah. <laughs> I want to say, like, you're, like, 31. Not far off. I'm, I'm 34 this year. Okay. 
But I just want to say I found out Nine Inch Nails is like a heavy metal band. Yeah, Grace, even I knew that. Really? Yeah. How? I suppose I do work in radio, but like... Yeah, I've never heard of them because I only listen to reggae. Oh, there you go. (laughs) So like... What did you think of that? You're so mellow in it. I can't get over how like calm and it's like you're... It's how I imagined all your dates would be like you're very just like asking normal questions like what age you like what are you into and it's funny that like I'm only hearing this now at the beginning when she was talking about the heavy metal stuff I was a bit like oh god because that's just like really like I'm so on the other end of the spectrum but I think it's harder with me when I'm on a date with a woman to like gauge like whether or not it's just like great because I'm talking to a woman for instance like when I went on the date with the couple I remember just wanting to talk to the woman in that situation because I prefer women to men just in terms of chat like I prefer talking to women like I obviously can relate to them more I feel like my humour is very like female centric so at at this point that we've just listened to though I was still a bit like oh I don't know because I just felt a bit like in my head she was way older than 34 like she had her shit together she was so she was older than me as well and she just like world travelled and like worldwide than me like I felt like a fucking sheltered little baby on the day (laughs) with her (laughs) What's your, like, dating landscape at the moment? Well, dating landscape, so um, bisexual, mm-hmm. um, polyamorous. Don't know whether you're familiar with that. So. Yeah, very much so. Oh, yeah, yeah good. But I'm, I've got partners everywhere. Okay. I say everywhere. I've got lots of, <laughs> you know, that, that. I wish I had that time of time. But I've got, I've got someone in London. I've got someone in Indonesia and Bali. Okay. So go and see them as often as I can. And I've got wow. someone in New York as well. Oh, so. have you? Yeah, so it's kind of like a step up into something okay. more serious with them. Yeah. When did you meet them? I met them uh, through friends quite semi-recently, actually. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say exactly when because it's slightly embarrassing. Um, but, uh, yeah, not, not so long ago. But, you know, when you just have a good, yeah. good like, rapport with somebody and they're very much like me, they want us both to have the freedom <clears> to do whatever we want, wherever we want, you know. So I think it'll be a nice thing to be closer to them. Can I just say, yeah. when I was listening to her talk about all of her different partners, I was just like... I can't even find one person that I like. <laughs> no, Not one. Can I just Imagine say, you're having three to four people that you like so much you would fly around the world to see them. <laughs> she must have really good time management. Like I got kind of actually got kind of like a wave of tiredness when she was talking about all the people she's with. <laughs> because honestly, like can I just say jet like lag, jet I lag. was just thinking today, I was like, I hardly like me and my boyfriend were so busy both working kind of music slash entertainment industry like we hardly get to see each other and then when you do like you want to make an effort and like having to upkeep that relationship make sure you're always talking back to them even with your friends I'm like having multiple partners is just like just the time Ross I I get in trouble with so many people all the time for not replying to messages I'm so bad at replying to messages It's it's a really bad personality trait and it's developed the more busy I am I can't imagine being in a emotional relationship with three different people on different fucking time zones one of them's in Bali one of them's in America like those are completely different time zones and on her home screen on her phone she had the three clocks wow I, I think there was a fourth one there was another person somewhere I can't remember it's quite a lot of admin how many people do you think you could date at once so I've I've before dated like three people at the same time and it's ended up only really being that many people for like a month because then it just becomes complicated and I end up liking one of them more but I could not be in like that many like actual long-term relationships over Mm. periods of time for that long and never mind like them all being different time zones no exactly I do question like of course you like them you only seen them like 
few times a year. I know, and you're not living with them. Yeah. Once you live with someone, is a real test to whether or not you like them. What was the story with your the one in New York? And she was kind of embarrassed by how long they were going out. She, I think she'd only met them like quite recently, and then now she's moving to New York. Yeah. So I think she was embarrassed about like how little she knew the person. And look, I get it. Like, if you really fall for someone hard, there is no timeline of like when you should move in and all that kind of stuff. Well, I guess it's just interesting because what she's saying is she's in love with multiple people at once. Yeah. All power to you. If you are capable of that, well oh, done. Listen, good for her. Like, honestly, I find being in love with one person so exhausting and stressful that I'm just not sure. You could go through your whole lifetime and not meet someone you love. Yeah, but maybe she loves too easily. Yeah, possibly. Because I'm finding it really hard at the moment to even want to go on a second date with someone. Yeah, and can I just say, how? where the hell is she meeting all these people? I go to lots of festivals, I work lots of festivals, and I used to be an actress, performer, kind okay. of. And so I did, I, I know a lot of people from the performing world. We met. Is that when you met? Yeah, that's a, that's a Bali guy. So yeah, 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 yeah. But we met at um, a big, uh, crazy mansion party in Norfolk when I was doing a Valesky kind of thing, and he was a DJ. And uh, a couple of other people, the one that's in Spain at the moment, both, I met him at Boomtown uh-huh. um, when I was actually performing there. I was doing this immersive acting thing. And uh, the other guy, DJ at uh, one of the Burns of Miami. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's people out Miss there. Miss Worldwide. You know? <laughs> I mean, look at I you. Know, You're I a bow. <laughs> Sorry. Miss Worldwide. Like, she's pitbull. <laughs> and, like, so she definitely but has also, a also, like, honestly, what are your air miles, girl? Like, how much are you fucking traveling around? Oh. Can I also just say, I don't know if you know this, but Boomtown, the festival that she just referenced, is, like, the most, oh, I don't want to be rude, but it's, like, proper cretin vibe. When I went to Boomtown, I was like, get me out of here. I went for like six hours. I was, it was like my worst idea of how like everybody was moshing and like really like hardcore like raver, but like not like in a fun Glastonbury way. Like it was too much. So the fact that she met one yeah. of Boomtown really makes me imagine what that person is like. But she obviously has a type like they all seem to be like DJs or something. DJs, I think like, but I also think... Performers. Yeah, but then one of them is like a yoga teacher in Bali. Like the guy in Bali was a yoga teacher. If you could only date people within your profession, who do you think you'd end up going out with? <laughs> if I could date any comedian, do you mean? Yeah, well, because like she's obviously on about how she basically meets all of her boyfriends through work, pretty are much. Are you asking me like, there are comedians I would love to date. There are comedians who? I'd love to date, but I don't know them. They're all in America. Like Eric Andre, I like love him so much. I'm just, I'm going to put that out there because I'm manifesting. I actually met a buff Irish comedian the other day. Tell me, who was it? I'm not going to say his name, but I'll send you his Instagram. He was fit. And oh. also it was really good. Like basically we did stand up, like we were doing a gig together and he went on before me and he had this whole bit about how much he loves having sex with women when they're on their period and did this whole bit about it so then I went up and I was like I fucking love men who love having sex on their period and I was like oh no I need to find out who this is immediately I was like I was so horny watching that but he'd fucking left so he never watched my set so because I'd done it to be like let's fuck and then he never watched my set so I never spoke to him again Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. 
Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always gonna have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Grace, do these long-distance relationships like seem fruitful? Did she say how often she spoke to them, saw them? Like, what was the story? Yeah, I asked. I asked her what it was like with a guy from New York and how much they spoke. 
we talk quite a lot and uh, the time difference for me and him is the, the biggest problem mm. I've had so far because I, I have to work mostly nine to five well actually more often it's like nine to seven but you know that's uh, that's corporate life but he starts work in New York about like I'm gonna say 7 a.m. or something mm. like that um, but he'll get home just as I'm kind of going to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll have like, so, I, and obviously I want to talk to him, we'll do, you know, phone call, video call, whatever. Then it'll be something like 2 a.m. on my side. I've still got to get up at 7 a.m., whereas he's got the rest of his evening left to go. Well, that'll be interesting when you go. It'll be interesting when I go, yeah. Because, like, that's the thing with any kind of time difference. Yeah, Grace, have you ever done long distance? No. Have you? I did once. So really? I was seeing this guy who lived in Italy. And we were doing long distance. I was living in New York at the time. And we pretty much just FaceTimed every single day and would message and stuff. But then it was weird because eventually it just fizzled out. Like we didn't call it a day, but it was because we were living completely different lives, completely different time zones. I'll never forget. I started to see someone because we weren't really official. It was kind of like we were long distance dating, but we weren't girlfriend or boyfriend. And also when you're not physically seeing them, like, are they real? Yeah, well, Do you know what I mean? like we were it, on Zoom and stuff, but... If you've not known them for yeah. very long, like, how real are they? Yeah, and I remember then, like, he had an absolute meltdown that I started just dating another guy. And then that's when I kind of cut him off because I was like, we're not seeing each other. Like, you know, mm. like, unless you're going to come and get a flight over, like, I'm not going to... And I remember I booked a flight to go see him and the morning of, I didn't go. I just got this weird feeling I just didn't want to go. But that's good. Like, in yeah. a way, it's like, imagine if you'd have, like, changed the path of your life to go and see him yeah. and actually you knew it wasn't right. I could be living in Positano right now. Oh, my God, is that where he lived? <gasps> no, but he lived somewhere in Italy, but yeah. Right. Was he yeah. Italian? No, he was Brazilian. Right. Oh, wow. Miss yeah, Worldwide. Yeah. Miss Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say, like, she has a really nice accent she's got a great voice like like I have to say like I, w- I was kind of listening to her and I was like she could be from anywhere mm. Mm. couldn't she she's got a husky voice where did you grow up I grew up just south of Birmingham oh wow okay. and I shed the accent along the way so <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad that I did not know if they were of course but uh, you know I I, uh, I found career-wise it was probably a good idea to have some neutral. I love neutral. the Bowie accent so oh, much. Everybody, everybody who isn't from there does. Yeah, you know? I don't know. People are really rude about it. Like I, people it, are really unnecessarily rude. It's not very I, romantic a language. I, <laughs> like, I, I think it's yeah. really nice. Yeah. I just was there on tour and had such a good time. Just for anyone listening, if you don't know, Brummie accent is if you're from Birmingham and it's quite a... Can you, are you good at accents? Or no, I'm not. I don't even... It's I very can't like, even think what a Birmingham accent is. It's the Peaky Blinders. Like, it's the accent they oh, have on Peaky okay, Blinders. okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think that's sexy. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think Brummie accent is fair. But that's an unpopular opinion. People really hate it, but I think it's fair. Like, Where? I've I've got some Brummies before. Grace, I was going to ask you, have you ever had to change your accent for work, but you definitely haven't, your accent no. is... No, my accent is weird, though. My accent's, like, sometimes I'm really posh, sometimes I try and speak like I'm not posh. Yeah, and, like, I actually kind of see where she's coming from because I grew up in South Ireland in Tipperary where the accent is really, really strong. And since I started working in media at 18, I, I did forcefully mellow my accent out. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is mad because I feel like it's a crazy pressure to feel that you have to do that. Yeah, and like, I guess it's because I obviously was working in America and people just couldn't really mm. understand me over there. Um, So I did have to like forcefully slow down. But was that a thing you had to like teach yourself? Oh yeah, like, wow. and even like up to 
five six years ago like I remember being in you know working in London a lot and having to go to a voice coach because my feedback was just my accent was too strong wow yeah how can you undo an accent I think it was more like slowing down and just making sure everything was pronounced correctly because one thing about where I'm from is like we speak really fast Mm. and we kind of go up at the end of sentences and I suppose our tone is just very different to kind of the universal tone. I love it. I love your accent. There's probably people listening who were like, what the fuck? I don't even understand her. And she's gone to voice (laughs) lessons. (laughs) What was she like before? (laughs) Yeah, well, my... No, honestly, sometimes I listen back to stuff before and I'm like... I I needed to have like subtitles walking around with me. (laughs) So yeah, I feel like it was a good day. I had a good date with Becky. I don't think I'd see her again. I feel like she's got her hands full and was moving to New York. But I enjoyed the day. Like we we had, it was a good chat and she was quite intense is what I'll say. And in the series, you've just dated two women, yeah? Yeah. Would you possibly look at being with a girl full time? I don't know. I think it really depends on the person. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't say never. So like, I've obviously known you for so long. We've gone on nights out together and stuff. And you're always on the prowl for like a guy. So for me, I'm like, oh, I I had no idea that you you also were interested in women as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely like much more interested in men. That's why I would I would I would probably not like say that I'm bisexual because I feel like I'm I'm not but like I think there's this phrase on like field which is heteroflexible or something which it gives me the ick saying that but I'm just like open to it do you know what I mean you're open to it yeah yeah I don't know I'm I'm kind of like figuring it out I think is the only thing I can say next time on 28 dates later okay I've never heard a situation that so clearly is at gunpoint <laughs> Try me. What? A gun to my head? No, no, a gun to his head. Oh, please. He was having the time of his life. Twenty Eight Dates Later is produced by Novel for iHeartRadio. For more from Novel, visit novel.audio. The series is presented by me, Grace Campbell, with help from Ros Purcell and Dan Wye. The producer is Diggory Waite. The executive producer is Claire Broughton. Our editors are Mythily Rao and Max O'Brien. Production management from Cherie Houston and Charlotte Wall. Willard Foxton is our creative director of development. Novel. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.